Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm Andy White and I'm joined by... Felice Ailing. Felice, today we are going to talk about link building. I know it's something we've talked about many, many times before. But you read a quite interesting blog post recently, didn't you? I did, yes. Uh, Which got you thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, it's, it's a discussion that's been had. Um, it's, it's you know it's something that happens every single day. I think for the past few years, if if you've not seen it on the Moz blog, there was a post entitled "The Rules of Link Building," and the I thought that the article itself made some really good points, and I think it was it was an attempt to clarify what link building now looks like post Panda. Penguin um, and every other update that we... It's all right, listeners. Uh, the reason Felice is, is giggling slightly is I'm moving my laptop off the table because <laughs> it's making a humming noise. But sorry, Felice, carry on. That's all right. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, what link building looks like as an activity. What, what does it actually mean? Um, and, I, and I found some of the comments that were coming through almost just seemed to be arguing about semantics. Now, obviously, everyone has an opinion um, on what it is and what it isn't, um, especially those people that have been doing it for a while so I thought I'd have a bit of a, a chat about it today and really it'd be really good to hear from listeners as well as to what their opinions of of this is as an activity. Um, I know that one of the things that uh, was said in the blog, because this is from the Moz blog, wasn't it? From Cyrus Shepard, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And, and he said yeah. um, good link building is indistinct from good marketing. True or false? I think that's absolutely true. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's discussions that I have with, with people and I've have been having for for really a couple of years I think he's got a sort of list of uh, definitely recommend people read the article and the several hundred comments um that come that follow on from it um but it's he, what he talks about is um the fact that we shouldn't be abandoning link building as an activity mm. just because there are some elements to it that aren't particularly great in terms of you know creating authenticity creating um, a good experience for customers there are some people who have used it to manipulate search engines in the past yeah which is why google was clamping down on it um but the same you know it's on the same vein as the the guest blogging 
post that we did um, a few weeks ago. This isn't about not doing it. This is about doing it well and doing it within Google's guidelines. And I think, you know, previously links were used to push a website up the search rankings purely by linking to high authority or or popular websites. And it's, you know, and it's about what looks good to Google in the background. Mm. But obviously it's difficult for search engines to understand if those links have been bought, manipulated, yeah. swapped, um, and whether the the audience that is going to be viewing that content and viewing those links actually care um, about the content that it's coming from. So for me, I think um, when we talk about link building, it's one part of your audience engagement. It's one part of your content marketing. Um, it's one part of your PR and your SEO activity. You know, we know that Google still values links when it looks at the authority of your website, um, but it is one of around 200 signals Google uses. So again, you know, it shouldn't be the only focus of everything that you're doing um, because you're missing out on all of the other signals that Google's looking at. So I think for me, if I were to describe, if I were to describe link building as an activity, it is much more PR related now. It's about creating a piece of content that's aimed at a specific audience that you know is going to find that piece of content interesting, valuable, informative to such an extent where they will want to link to it mm. um, and share it with their own audiences. And then in turn, those people in those audiences will then like that content and find it useful for the people within their networks and share it and so on and so on. Mm. Um, so what that, you know, what that does is then that creates, that creates a, a, a positive experience for the audiences that are engaging with that piece of content, which means it creates a positive um, association with your brand, which means and you're, you're more likely to be bringing customers, bringing you know, visits into your site from your target customers. If you're looking at creating a bit of content without the audience in mind, and it's just a piece of content that says something that you want to say and you're outreaching it to sites just because they have um, a high domain authority or a good page rank um, and you think that's going to boost your website up in the search, there's a good chance that that's not, mm. you know, not the ideal way of going about it. Um, and you may gain a link, but you're going to miss everything else that that piece of content could have possibly brought for you, um, which is, you know, additional customers, brand advocacy, you know, higher conversion rates, social shares, um, and that longer term relationship building, um, as well as sort of you know, creating an opportunity for a, a conversation to be had um, with a new audience. Mm. Can I just clarify something, actually, because it says something quite interesting, though, you alluded to it. You mentioned about um, linking out to other sites. Was that in the hope of getting a link back? When it comes to link building... It was the other way. So yeah. you, you create a piece of content on your own site and then you send it out to people. Right. Uh, so you, so you, you push it out, you try and target specific individuals or you may create a piece of content when you think about guest blogging, you may create a piece of content for a specific website. Mm. You're creating it for that website because you really want them to sh you know, host that piece of content with a link back to your site that you... Right, yeah. Um, and again, you know, it's... But I think often, all too often, content is created just for the link. Mm -hmm. So you think that site's a... So it would be like... Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I mean, I think for, you know, for our industry, 
uh, for digital marketing, if you were to get um, a piece of content on Smart Insights, mm. e-consultancy, Mashable, um, all those kind of sites with a link back to your website, you know, that would be sort of pretty good. You'd, you'd be pretty happy with that oh, yeah, because that piece yeah. of content is going to be seen by a lot of people. Um, and, you know, those the hope is those people would then come and visit your site. And I think that's the, the point where the old style link building would have ended that it wasn't actually necessarily about getting people to click through to that link. It was about Google being able to see that you had a link on a site like Mashable. Um, that right. Mashable, you know, put a piece of content on there and there's a link back to your site. And because Mashable has such a high domain authority and is such a good website in terms of who it links to, that would then boost the authority of your own site. And if you had lots of links from those kind of websites, mm. you know, it could significantly increase the, the authority rating of your own site because you know because you know when you think about those kind of sites they actually do they only um publish content that they think their audiences mm. are going to want to see um so for them they force you know they, they force people to create good content for mm. them um you know if you've got any hope of getting published on there you need to be adding value to the people that come to their site um Whereas there's a lot of other websites that aren't, you know, aren't necessarily as focused on their users and on the people that are coming to their site. It is more around they generate income by manipulating Google into thinking its site is authoritative, um, but not necessarily about the subject that you're an expert in or the topic mm. that you want, you know, that you have. These websites are obviously the top of the pecking order. Um, but I think, you know, there's no point sending a piece of content to e-consultancy that is, is basically just waffle. Um, they won't publish it. You won't get a link back. And I think if you, if you think about that ideal, you know, you are writing content for the end end user. Mm. You're not writing it for Google. You're not writing it particularly for the website that you're outreaching it to um, or the influence that you're outreaching it to. You're writing it for their audience. Mm. Um, so it's about if you, if you have to work too hard and you have to, you know, do things like, pay, you know, pay money or do reciprocal linking, then there's a good chance that you're contacting the wrong people or your content isn't of interest. So it's about putting the end user first. Where should people stop, Felice? Because I know things have changed with Google recently, haven't they? And, and in, the, in the old days, people would like send loads of emails out saying, please link to this site or yeah. do reciprocal <laughs> linking or they yeah. pay people to link in. Yeah. How far can you go these days without any consequences? Um, do you think? Well, this I think that that isn't actually something that anybody should be thinking about mm. because if that's what your if that's your approach to link build and how far can we push it before we get penalised or before we get into trouble, then you're going at it entirely wrong. And it's about the link being a side effect. It's a positive side effect. Mm. It's one that you definitely want, but it isn't your main, main aim. It's a secondary objective to whatever it is you're doing. If you're creating really good content that's interesting and engaging, that solves a problem, you know, and this doesn't have to be about going viral and creating massive video content. It's just about if you can solve somebody's problem, um, or give them a bit of content that they can find really useful, then, you know, why wouldn't they link back to it? Why wouldn't mm. they share that with their networks um, and with their audiences? So you get the links because you've engaged with the customer um, rather than just getting the links 
you know, that, that aren't actually where your customers mm. are talking about. Doing it that way as well, you get the links back, but you also get the traffic that that link is supposed to be, you know, is designed mm. to deliver to yeah. you. Um, you know, so you can get a, get a link back from a, you know, a really authoritative website, but if your customers aren't there, nobody's going to link back to you. So it's, you know, it's that next step, you know, it's okay, you've got a link. So what? You know, what do you want to happen as a result of that link? And it isn't just about getting your website higher up the rankings, because if you're sharing content really well and people are engaging with you, that's where they'll be finding you. They'll be mm. finding you on Twitter. They'll be finding you on Google+. Plus. They'll be finding you on Facebook. They'll be finding you on, on email. They'll be finding you word of mouth. You know, how often have I been told about a really great piece of content? You know, I've seen something really good recently. It's got a how-to guide. You know, you should use it. That's going to find it really helpful. And they'll send me a link to it and I'll go and have a look. I may have never heard of that company before, but my first interaction with them is they've solved a problem for me. And yeah. then I'll go to the website and I'll sign up and I'll make sure that I get future um, yes. updates and you may tweet about it and link and to i may it. tweet yeah. about it and i'll link yeah. about it and i'll probably tell somebody else about it mm. it's about thinking beyond that link that it isn't necessarily about focusing on just rankings it isn't about looking at if we get to number one then we'll drive loads of traffic and we'll drive loads of conversions um <clears throat> it's about looking wider and how can you be um you know infiltrating your customers' everyday lives and getting your brand out there and getting people engaging with you outside of just that instant search um, and bringing people in only if they know exactly what they're looking for from you. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's one, I'm sure, you know, there'd be plenty of people out there listening to this that completely disagree. Um, and this is why it's quite an interesting topic because the the views are, they're so broad mm. um, and people come in at either end of the spectrum. And, you know, there's some people that it won't, won't entertain link building even as a conversation. And there's, you know, especially where the crossovers come, you now have much more of a PR and content focus on link building. And those are, you know, and so you've got people that are coming in from a really techie angle. Mm. And then you've got people coming in from a completely content you know marketing pr type angle and they're poles apart and i think just the fact that you know there's several hundred comments on the on the blog post subject, isn't it? it is yeah. contentious yeah, yeah. even within you know even within site visibility you know we, we have quite heated discussions here yes. about what it is and it isn't and and you know and how we approach it and and you know whether what we're doing um or what our customers want us to do um around link building um, whether it, it's something that we want to be engaging with, whether it's, you know, it's true marketing, it's true PR, it's true engagement, or whether it is just the old style yeah. linking. Do you still get a lot of customers approaching you saying, get us lots of inbound links or is that oh, dying yeah. down now? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we still get loads. Um, not some, we're not getting quite as many. Mm. I think part of it is a, it's a bit of an education piece now. Um, and I think there's a lot more information out there. There's a lot more awareness now. People are starting to talk about moving away from links as being the only goal. Mm. And I think we, we're getting better able at talking about it, why it's not the best approach now. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, you know, all too often we still get clients coming to us and that's what they want. Um, but we're able to sort of almost shut that down right at the beginning of the conversation and say, you know, it's not link building is not what we do. Mm. You know, we are about customer engagement. We are about 
um, awareness raising, brand building, you know, conversion rate optimization. We are about, you know, driving the right kind of traffic to your site, whether that be through links, whether that be through um, PR, whether that be through social, whether that be with, you know, on-site background tech development on the site, you know, making sure that nothing's broken, all of mm. those kind of things. They all have to work together. The holistic approach. There is, yeah. The yes, holistic. casting your bread upon the waters and getting tuna sandwiches back, as I like to say. Exactly. And, you know, we've seen a lot, uh, Google have been talking a lot about further algorithm changes and they've now said that they're not going to be announcing them before they happen um, because it's all linked to this idea of ensuring that the results they're presenting to the user actually are trusted yeah. and are authoritative on the topics that the users are searching for. So this whole thing around, you know, around link building, because there's so much discussion, there is going to be more, there are going to be more changes coming up. So again, you know, your question earlier about how far can we push it? And it's like, well, there's probably a, a point, well, controversial question about controversial question designed to be controversial. That's good. But, you know, this is this is where the discussions are happening. People are going, OK, well, we we can, under, you know, people are starting to understand the point at which they're tipping over mm. and they know which tactics now Google aren't going to like very often, uh, aren't going to like. But I think, you know, you need to be aware that those changes are going to keep happening. Google is going to be getting tougher. So a tactic you could get away with today, you might not be getting away with in a year's time. Mm -hmm. So if you are pushing the boundaries and another update happens, you may find a lot of your clients' sites get penalised again like they did two years ago. So, um, you know, Google's been very clear. He said if you keep the end user in mind and you're creating high-quality content um, that is aimed to fill a need or answer a question, then you don't need to worry about future changes and future updates. What a superb place to leave it there, Felice. Thank you so much again. I think uh, talking of links, I think coming up in the next show or, or the show after that, we're going to be talking about the abandonment of shopping carts. But that's until nice. now, that's it. So thanks for listening. Go to sitevisibility.com forward slash IM podcast for seeing this podcast on the web. If you've got questions, it's podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. There's a telephone number, plus four four or zero if you're in the UK, one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you want to ring in and leave a question or a comment, and uh, of course we love reviews on iTunes and ratings on iTunes please be honest with those just rate us however you feel we should be rated and uh, that's it from me and that's it from Felice and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.